Many people will claim that if God showed up right now, they would fall and worship Him without question. God, make yourself appear, and I will worship you. I will be your number one fan. Have you ever heard that one before? I've heard it too many times. Well, get this. People have been saying that for centuries. They've witnessed the hand of God in the Old Testament countless times. Even God's own chosen people questioned the realness of God. Even with the plagues of Egypt, even with the miracles in the wilderness, the pillar of fire, water gushing out of the rocks, manna from heaven, even with the serpent healing the sick, even with the Red Sea splitting or the Jordan River dividing, even with the walls of Jericho falling, even with the moon and the sun standing still, even with the drenched altar sacrifice consumed, even with the resurrection of the widow's son, even with Naaman being cured of his leprosy, even with an entire, entire armies being slain by an angel, even with a man surviving in the belly of a fish, and prophets being thrown into the fiery furnace and into a lion's den, people still say, I don't believe it. So what did God do? Well, 2,000 years ago, God says, if you're not going to listen to my messengers who performed all these supernatural acts to prove that I am, in fact, God and I am the real deal, then I'll have to go down myself. So Jesus, the Son of God who is God, was born to a lowly virgin girl named Mary and a man named Joseph. So now instead of the hand of God, we are getting the Son of God. We are getting the image of the invisible God who has come to save the world. But his birth wasn't just a simple act. No, it was a series of amazing prophetic events. An angel visited a virgin who became pregnant by the Holy Spirit. The baby in her womb was the Son of God from heaven. God caused a heathen emperor to call for a taxation that sent Mary and Joseph back to Bethlehem at the very moment Jesus was born. Prophets foretold both the virgin birth and the birth in Bethlehem hundreds of years before it even happened. A star led the Magi from the east directly to the house in Bethlehem where Jesus was. Angels spoke to the shepherds. Angels spoke to Joseph on three separate occasions. And angels spoke to the Magi warning them not to return to Herod. Even the slaughter of the infant boys of Bethlehem fulfilled ancient prophecy. When aged Simeon, this old Simeon held baby Jesus in his arms, he prophesied of Jesus' death on the cross. The entry of God into this world by sending his son, it wasn't just a gift, it was a sacrifice. And here's what I'm getting at, people. If Christ did this for us, what are we then called to do for him? If Christ lived to die for our sins, shouldn't we die to our sins so that we can live for him? It was God's act of pure grace that sent his son to die for us. It was God's act of grace that saved us. And here's my point. It, was God, it is God's grace that will help us to live in obedience. To live a life that reflects the redemption through Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters, friends, whether God calls you into ministry or the mission field or a corporate job or to school or to be a stay-at-home parent, every person is called by God to give up their lives to serve Him. We must come to terms with this radical, lay-everything-on-the-line type of obedience. In fact, I'm going to take this, take this a little bit further. From this point on, I want to encourage you all to pray before you go anywhere and ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? Lead me to speak truth and life to someone there today. Disturb my dinner. Disturb my mealtime. Disturb my alone time. And bring a stranger before me that I might introduce the gospel to them.
So just as Mary responded in obedience, just as Joseph responded in obedience, just as the angels and shepherds responded in obedience, just as Abram responded in obedience, and finally, just as Jesus responded in obedience to the Father, may we too live a faithful life that is marked by obedience. So the promises of God to Abram, it's all just a glimpse into the full promise of who Christ is and what he has done and what he will do. Today, God is calling you all trust in the promises of who Christ is and he says live in radical obedience to his name.